Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne out on tour this week, but um, luckily I have invited uh, two of my uh, favorite funny people in the world, and I think two of America's favorite funny people in the world. Um, no, I'm not talking about Jeff Dunham and Peanut. I'm talking about Karen Kilgariff and uh, Chris Fairbanks, two beloved guests on this show, uh, the co-host of the Do You Need a Ride podcast, and uh, people who are funny in other capacities apart from each other. Guys, welcome to the show. That was concise and agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> I liked most of it. Yeah. What you, uh, give me some notes. Which parts of it were... I think it could have gone faster. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it could have been sexier. Yeah. And he's got better puppets than Peanut, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> that wa- Which is your favorite? Oh, the bur- the dead terrorist, of course. Yeah, that's by, a lot of fun. By better, Chris always means more racist. Yes. <laughs> that's just implied. Peanut is the least racist of the Jeff Dunham puppets. <laughs> Although he has purple, which I don't like. <laughs> there, is, there, is Peanut purple? Isn't he? I guess I can't picture Peanut oh, in my head. Uh, it's per- is there hal- is there an eggplant or just a jalapeno? <laughs> does he, he does like all the fruit that are on the fruit loom underwear. Yeah, I uh, I don't. Yeah, there is one that's purple. Peanut th- is purple with like orange hair. I think the yes, li- I'm getting the confirmation that peanut is in fact purple. Oh, yeah. wow. okay. With green hair. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I that's was a- see. I didn't. I make Sunny D on the boards. Uh, Googling <laughs> Jeff Dunham's puppets for us while we ramble. <laughs> Thank God for that man. Thank God. Yeah. I do what a lot of people do when I'm visualizing a Jeff Dunham concert in my head. I turn Peanut into Mr. Peanut, the, <laughs> the planters yeah. uh, mascot. See, now that would. Be be funny. Yeah, I thought Peanut was just Peanut's like a band member from the Muppet Show. That's just not an animal of any kind. It's yeah, I think. I mean, I think you can have some later. fun if. I mean, I don't know how planters would feel about you know licensing out Mr. Peanut to go on tour with Jeff Dunham, but I think you know he can. They can have a lot of fun with maybe you know Jeff Dunham's you know Southern fried fan base can have a little bit of fun at the expense of the foppish. Mr. Peanut, who maybe uh, Rep- know, drives a Prius, like representative of the one percent with his yeah. monocle, yeah, or maybe just kind of, hat. yeah, mm. just maybe like coastal elites, yeah. <laughs> Let him have it. <laughs> then at the end, they just beat him with a pinata <laughs> in front and, of the American flag, and every gets everybody gets a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they scoop out his yeah. guts. Eat him. <laughs> I would like that if a Jeff Dunham concert concluded by the audience <laughs> rushing the stage and tearing apart the puppets and eating what was in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like maybe Mr. Peanut's like, why? I think they should. This is my Mr. Peanut voice, uh-huh. by the way. I don't know yeah. how he talks. Yeah. I like it. Hi. Well, I think they should take all the Christmas off the Starbucks cups and boo. boo. He's the kind of the heel, yes. I guess <laughs> the rich heel that represents those lit, the lit people, right? Yeah, leaders. sure. The right. I love books and not television. Boo. One of my favorite comedy moments of my life mm-hmm. uh, was we went to see um, in San Francisco. There's a very famous uh, review that they always have. That now I can't think of the name. Like I'm in a strange panic. Because is this I can't the think. um? Is this the Hollywood Babylon? Uh, no. Okay, that's it, something else. It's called. I can't. It's it's so weird that yeah. I'm Royal Crown it. Review. No, no. <laughs> this, is, this is the swing dance craze of the late nineties, and <laughs> I always try to get it in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Talking about swing dancing. <laughs> no, it's um, it's very famous. Uh, is it puppet based? No, no. It's um, the, it's drag queens and it's singers and they wear these huge hats. Okay, rainbow it, like uh, the electric very. It's on the tip of I'm saying I'm, I'm thinking Babylon. Is Butterfly beach blanket Babylon. Yes, is it that is. something? Beach hey, blanket. okay, I was close. I was Thank close. Beach blanket I was Babylon. Enjoy these drag queens, man. Bay Area jerk chicken. Buck, buck, buck. Big ups to the most high drag queens. Zion. Zion. Uh, Yeah, finally Zion. Every one of those shows starts with Mr. Peanut coming out and tap dancing 
Um, and it's a guy in a Mr. Peanut, like a hard shell Mr. Peanut, full body, upper body Mr. Peanut outfit. Sure. But then it's like he's got really long tap dance legs <laughs> and he holds a little stick and does like a classic, you know, tap dancey soft shoe thing. And they have tap dance sound effects to go along with like the tick, 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 sure. tick, tick. So, so, the, so the, this guy is not actually tap dancing, but he is kind of lip sync tap dancing that's exactly okay, sure. right because it's uh it's more of a presentational like look at mr peanut go <laughs> and he walked out it was like the simple spotlight mr peanut i laughed so loud uh that my mom took my drink away from me because it was like nothing had even started yet the You're lights drunk. went down and she's like give me that because it was the most delightful visual i've ever seen wow uh that does sound kind of amazing did the rest of the show now this is always something that like you know, when when I was in college, like we would, you know, uh, you went to UC Santa Cruz. Not 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 a lot of culture in in Santa Cruz. There's a lot of not drum, a ton. not a drum circle. Certainly, a lot of um, skateboarding, skateboarding, mm-hmm. uh, carnival activities. You, you, uh, you know, when the school when it's the banana slugs, you kind of bypassed any potential historic figures or yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, threat, threatening non joke animals. <laughs> we have a lot of bananas. We could be called the roller coasters. We have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that threatening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I definitely would always be kind of like perusing the you know the, the San Francisco section? zone for yeah. like stuff to see, and I always was very curious about this beach blanket Babylon, but never went. And I, now I am kicking myself because I could have seen this fucking dancing peanut. <laughs> I think – do they still have it there? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like a long-running yes, thing. I think it's like a you know perennial favorite. Yeah. It was like if you, were in, if you lived in San Francisco and you were insanely talented, you would just stay there and then hope to one day be involved in the Beach Blanket Babylon franchise. Yeah, <laughs> that right. was basically the, the height of your hopes there, sure. I think. Oh, wow. It one one day, one day, one day. I thought I'd gone to it, but it was more of a rave where girls way too young were wearing electric tape X's on their nipples, and I felt like all their fathers, except <laughs> with uh, except attracted to them. <laughs> uh, Chris, I am really surprised. I was like, what are you to kid- hear? Who's letting you? I am yeah. really surprised to hear that you've been to a rave. It was a day rave. And More surprised. I was already in town. I'm surprised that you've been to it and that that exists. I either got free tickets or it is free of charge. Sure. I was in the city. What else? Wait, come on. What else? <laughs> well, what I else mean, you know, you could visit, visit Alcatraz. I yeah, guess. I knew you were going to say uh, Alcatraz. I, have a, I do love Alcatraz. It is, I think, one of the tourist spots that delivers the hardest. It's pretty cool. Fastest. And Has anyone ever, ever had a rave at Alcatraz? <laughs> it seems like that would be kind of fun. Because they have all those oh, earphones oh. already for the, the man stepped out and covered <laughs> with a sharpened toothbrush covered in his own feces. <laughs> uh, they give a tour. I've never done it. I can only imagine it's describing no, murders. No, no. I mean, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just describe sh- a shower scene shivs <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Mommy, I don't like this tour. Yeah. <laughs> it's all specific. This one's four inches long and sharp. <laughs> Shank fan. Fans regard the summer of 1980 as the summer of the shank. And then he found a little bird and raised it at his own and shanked it. <laughs> I like the idea of, of an inmate kind of nursing this bird back to health, only to shank it as it's about That's to fly why away. I'm in here. I'm that crazy. <laughs> I love irony. With a cute little bird sized shank. Oh my God. <laughs> they just first stabbing the bird. Yeah. One day. This, oh, Karen, what that show that you mentioned with the little statue that. Uh, oh, oh, um, like I'm not going to be able to think of it. If I couldn't think of Beach Blanket Babylon, it, there's no way. Trilogy of Terror. Trilogy of Terror. Oh, my yes. God. I uh, went on YouTube, and at the end, when she mm. turns into, she's like, Mom, come over. And tur- and then her, she has these teeth and yeah. st- like stabbing the ground with a knife. It's from the 70s. And what is like, this? Uh, yeah. It's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was laughing at how scary you thought it was. Just look it up on YouTube and watch it. It's, it's Karen, it, Karen, what is this? It I was guess. a made-for-TV. Uh, I don't even know. It's like the kind of thing they would never do anymore. Mm-hmm. It was called The Trilogy of Terror, and it was three short stories. Um, and they were all just horror stories. But yeah. they put it on. It was almost like, remember, like, ABC Friday Night at the Movies? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like one of those kinds of things. And it just, there's anybody that grew up in, like, the, the seven, anybody that was 10 in the late 70s saw this and lost their minds because... We were all left in front of the television for hours at sure. a time. And so it was me, my sister, my cousin Stevie, and my cousin Lisa. 
and they were a lot older. And so I was like out trusting them like, oh, well, this is fine for us to watch. And then the story is a woman is given a little tiki doll thing from her. Her sister goes on vacation, <laughs> gives it. And then there just has a note on it that says, don't take the necklace off. And then the necklace, she leaves the room and it just falls off. It just falls off. <laughs> which, <laughs> which triggers the curse. So, yep. so there's it usually – in those kinds of stories, the like, you know, just don't, you know, like it, it, this is a classic gremlin situation. Exactly. Like, don't, it is. don't yeah. you know, don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. And then other it's like, rules. My human curiosity is taking over. Yeah. But this just seems like an accident. This yeah. seems like somebody at the factory did a real bad job. Yeah. yeah most people, I think, look at and go, I wonder if that necklace could be a nice bracelet for me. And they deserve it. Sure. Because they're just is, thinking about their bracelets. Yeah. This, this woman, it was not. She, she just left the room and it fell off. She went to take a bath. Yeah. And it fell off. And then the tiki doll comes to life and just starts attacking her. But it's only like five <laughs> inches high. Sure. So I'm sure the people that produced this show were like, it's not that scary. But it was... It is if you look it up, it's horrifying looking and it's running around. It's like that late seventies bad live action, you know, an animation. I don't know. Is if it stop motion? It's, yeah. Yeah, stop motion. Uh-huh. Um but she can't kill it. So it just keeps coming after and her. And he has a little knife that yeah. you would shank a bird with in prison. The whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in the end it turns her into it's the end is very it was very scary and visually. And if it was a Prime played on prime time evening at the movies at 8 p.m. for families. They made, that was a programming. Sure, the family yeah, is there tuning mistake. in to see Urkel. They <laughs> yeah. preempted Urkel to show this stabbing doll. This was even before Urkel. Yeah, it was is... a time before Urkel. Was there yes. a time before Urkel? There was, and we were much more innocent. Yeah. And uh, we <laughs> ate a lot of alfalfa sprouts, and we believed in each other. Sure. I mean, when people talk about the end of the national, our national innocence, I think there's two things. Uh, 9-11, of course, and yeah. then, but also before that, Urkel. Urkel. Yes, yeah, yes. Sure. Where we all kind of died inside. <laughs> yeah. and just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Nothing matters. Maybe. But before that, we had hope. And then this thing came along. <laughs> and I'll never forget my, my 13-year-old cousin, who is, the, who is like basically the bully I grew up with and the meanest kid of all time, that we spent the night at my aunt's house that night. And he woke up screaming in the middle of the night because of Trilogy of Terror. And it, and wow. it actually, instead of scaring me, made me very happy. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, that's right. You got yours now. Do you remember? Remember the other two sections of the trilogy? Obviously, that one was the most impactful. That was – I have a feeling that one went last because okay. it really – that's the one everyone talks about. But there was another one of – no, I don't is the short answer. There was a guy who was reading books and it was something about books. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And then the first one, I have absolutely no idea. Like in Twilight Zone, there was that one of the three that was like about old people playing kick the can. <laughs> it's like, fast forward this when they one. Became, when they all became young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see the monster on the wing with John Lithgow. Yeah. I want to see the racist learn his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I, think, I think you're kind of onto something here with this like idea that something that is supposed to be kind of like – you know that is not supposed to be terrifying can be when you when they have to use a weird special effect to create it like yeah. it creates this weird dissonance you know and it's supposed to probably look i'm 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 kind of imagining this and i can see the kind of low budget special effect that they would use and that being the like shocking thing about it not necessarily but I, yeah i guess i'm thinking of have you guys seen sleepaway camp I haven't. No. Uh, this is uh, this is a, a very terrible '80s movie, kind of to cash in on uh, on camp slasher movies. So clearly, this came after, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, sure. and uh, uh, you know, movies like that where people would be killed at camp. There's a comedy show in town called Sleepaway Camp, and this popped up mm-hmm. when I was looking for directions to where it was. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It just so looked, I know it exists from You're that. like, "Oh, am I just supposed to stay home and watch Sleepaway Camp <laughs> yeah, on Amazon?" No. That's, a, that's a pretty good comedy no, show. I'm supposed yeah. to go downtown and scream at an audience. <laughs> <laughs> um and this is uh, you know, by all accounts a a bad kind of laughably, you know, a laughably cheesy movie, super low budget. I think the kind of noteworthy thing about it is that the kids are all playing their age, which is really weird mm. because they're all talking about like blowing each other. Oh. And it, you know, uh, uh, but they're all all of them. Yeah, all of them. All the boys blow each other. The girls blow the boys. Uh, uh, 
But no, they like they that's ha- the sleepaway part of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but it's, yeah, well, yeah, it's 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 hypersexual. But you know, usually in those, but movies, they're seventeen. Yeah, they didn't hire. No, I mean they are fourteen. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. like usually in those camp movies, you kind of know that oh this woman is supposed to be 15 but she's got a weird 80s boob job and she probably isn't actually 15 (laughs) right right you can kind of enjoy her Mm -hmm. you know showering and then murder and her blowjob commentary yeah and her blowjob jokes like ah just enjoying all of her yeah just the whole the whole the whole shebang yeah Mm -hmm. uh but the they did cast 14 and 15 year olds to do this so it's it's strange and it's you know it's it's very bad and it's not scary until the last kind of 20 seconds of the movie. Uh, spoilers for Sleepaway Camp. Um, if you're mad that I'm spoiling Sleepaway <laughs> Camp, uh, yell at, at Ted Cruz on Twitter. <laughs> That's our policy now. We don't want to hear about your bullshit complaints. Right. Just hit up Ted Cruz. Nice. Uh, so, so at the end, there's some weird twist with how the killer was a boy that had been made to live as a girl. So the final shot of the movie is a naked boy's body penis out but they put the but to make it look like it was the the actress the lead actress Mm -hmm. they just make a paper mache mask of her face in this scream position Mm -mm. and it's and so you have this naked boy body this screaming unblinking death mask of this you know kind of bloody person wandering around with a knife and this the image. Cheesy kind of, you know, get high and goof on it movie becomes <laughs> uh, becomes something that you still can see when you shut your eyes. And they just add this animal, this animal shriek at the end of this oh, thing. Oh, no. And it's scaring me. It's so <laughs> jarring that this thing that is, ju- it is the quintessential get high and laugh at it movie becomes – Something that you will remember for your entire life. Also, wow. a boy penis out yeah. alone. It sure. just doesn't happen. Sure. Like, it doesn't happen. They broke a huge taboo. With- yeah. Then to put a mask on it, that's bold. Yeah. And the, ma- the it's it's clearly a mask, and it's not moving. It's not mm. moving like a face would. It's not like they, you know, had special effects to swap the face. They just made a... So the the shitty effects make it all the more scary. Yeah, obviously. so it's like something that if they had oh more money. Oh my god, money, why isn't that computer animated? Yeah. <laughs> or more competence, they would that would not be as terrifying as yeah. it is. Wow. Which is symbolic of the Cold War. Yeah, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring mm-hmm. down that wall. <laughs> of paper mache. Because <laughs> I can't see the, uh, the Hoffman. Yeah. What's his name? I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> the Hoff. Phillips I can't Hoff. see the Hoff perform. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. And, uh, yeah, Hasselhoff yeah, yeah. Uh, performed at the bringing down of the Berlin Wall. He I think did. I have to lay down. That was hard for me to conjure. Listen, we, we need <clears> to lay down. We're a little hot in this box. It's We're going to take a little break. Okay. We're going to come back. I want to hear more about daytime raves. <laughs> okay. Tease for later in the show. I tried to scare my cat with a cucumber. We'll hear about that uh, uh. when we come back on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm Erin Gibson. And we host the Throwing Shade podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get married by the time we're 30, we're going to do that to each other. No, that's true. Although we have each been divorced three times. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Karen Kilgariff, superstar. I'm Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. It's great to be here with today's guest and <laughs> the superstar. Blew it. The full range. Yeah, every, every, everyone's here. Me, today's guest, the superstar. I'm the superstar. It's like I'm the guy just in plain clothes that hangs out with superheroes. <laughs> sure, right. You're, the, you're our Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah. You're our pal. I could take pictures of them, guys. Gee whiz, I heard about the bank robbery from the... 
Anyway. Yeah, you can come along. Just try not to die. (laughs) If there was a superhero whose superpower became taking pictures and Jimmy Olsen was just no longer necessary. (laughs) Get out of here. What do you mean you have a camera for an eye? (laughs) Oh, Wow, you guys. Got my own car if you guys need a ride. My legs are wheels, dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were were reminiscing before we started about – before we started the podcast that uh, we – here in L.A. had 10 days, two weeks-ish, between 10 days and two weeks of glorious sweater weather. Oh, I was freezing. It was amazing. It was. It was like a mild Arctic tundra. Yeah. I mean, I had layers. I had at least three layers on one I day. I mean, I put two blankets on the bed, <sighs> snuggled up. I did. I pulled I, I pulled some blankets out. Yeah. I uh, bought a new sweater with a wolf and a dream catcher. Oh. And I, it was even drier. I started getting some nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dry. It's all gone now. Yep. Now we are in the midst of summer three, and yeah. uh, Fuck. we're all having a great time. I'm yeah. going to burn my deer foam slippers that I bought at Target last week, because <laughs> now they make me nauseous to look at them. Sure. You can just tell how they will immediately cause your entire body to sweat. Yeah. They'll always be there in memory. Foam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I sometimes, I do that sometimes. Back to being better. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chris, I am curious to hear about your experience at this daytime rave because you, uh, you know, I... You're not someone I would think would be interested in electronic music. Am no, I'm I wrong not. about that? You're very right about it. And there was another time, I, uh, because you're at Coachella already, and my friend got me a ticket, so I was there, and I wasn't enjoying the fanfare, really. <laughs> but I stopped and watched that Skrillex guy. Sure. With his, the, you have to have the light show to accompany that music. I w- and kids were bouncing around, and I was like, oh, I get this. This is a very, it's like emotional and cool. It was good. I wouldn't buy it and listen to it. Sure. But this, uh, yeah, this thing in San Francisco, I was just in town. I was doing shows and I was staying at my friend's place and I took a bus there because I think (laughs) it was free. I'm pretty sure it was free or I had a ticket, but it was all just young girls pretty much naked. Hmm. It was for young people and I felt creepy right when I got there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I it was in the daytime? It was in the daytime. I think it was all ages. And you have not raved since. <laughs> I have not. I, it was little rave posts. Like it was, diff, you know, okay. rave booths. Like when, you go to a, <laughs> like when you go to a wedding and then, you know, they'll have, they'll have like a carving station. Yeah. And then they'll have, have some salads at the other end. Right, right. Okay, these were just very Different DJs. Different, <laughs> di- different ki- kinds of... Rave music, yeah, and and it was uh, just I felt like someone's dad because I was like, "You kids, put something on, <laughs> yeah. but do it slowly." <laughs> That's how I felt. I don't know. I just kind of felt. Karen, creepy. have you raved? I don't think so. Yeah, you... although I was a heavy drinker, so if someone else has a different story, then I would agree with it. <laughs> okay, if you're like, "Oh yeah, we and Karen raved uh, once oh, in 1997." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have pictures of that in my mind. Hmm. No, no, I don't think I. That kind of partying was never of interest to me. Like, yeah. I did ecstasy one time with my friends who were like, oh, man, I'm freaking out or whatever. <laughs> and literally my scalp tingled a tiny bit. Sure. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> like, they were freak. They were right. acting like. It's like the same thing as, like, when you stand under a vent or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it oh, was my. like a very strong uh, an- anti-dandruff shampoo. Okay. <laughs> That's all it felt like to me. Sure. And I just wanted to it, chain smoke. It was Retson. <laughs> right. We, scalp we crushed up. We crushed up mints and we rubbed <laughs> them on our head in hopes that something would happen. Just in the people in the rafters with cheese graters going like that with Retson sprinkling down. Yeah, right. Like it's, it. like that. It's, like like the, it's like that. It's like the... man-made. It's like the scene in the first Blade movie. I'm sure we all remember the first sure. Blade movie where there are the vampires are at the rave and the the sprinklers come on and it showers them with blood. Yeah. This is like that, but it's it's people with cheese graters <laughs> on in the rafters shaving mints down on people. It's a really lame rave. Yeah. It's and it's a rare mint, the ones with Retson. They don't make it <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Apparently it's very Retson, expensive. It's Those bad. tickets were like hundred and fifty dollars to get into the Retson rave. Yeah, they're still right. There's still like a bunker somewhere where they're storing all the Retson. Yeah. I went to Costa Rica once and uh it was mainly a surf trip and I'm not you know, I'm I i kind of surf, but I'm not that into it. In a it. pinch you could. I, in a pinch to surf. I cannot 
not drown. If sure. your boat went down and a piece of wood came by. <laughs> I could do some toe, sign sla- toe side slashers. What? Toe sign. I could sign for help with my toes. <laughs> yeah. They're called David Hasselhoff. It's a really hot room, you guys. So hot. So uh, I hurt my ankle like the first night there. And, and the guy that kind of took care of the house we were staying in um, kind of became our friend. But he kept going like, hey, do you guys want girls or drugs in Spanish? Like he, he wanted to learn English. So there was a lot of interacting with us. And we're like, no, no, but it'd be nice <clears throat> to go somewhere that where there's people because it was a small town in Costa Rica. And there was at eight o'clock, everyone was just in a hammock reading a book. And I was crawling out of my skin. Oh, it was all couples and I was the only single human there with my other friend that joined us. This is, I've never told this story before. Anyway, he took us, <laughs> took us to a race. If there's was, one, if there's a place to, 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 to just tell a story for the first time, it's a podcast. You're yeah. in a safe space. People yeah. like this kind of thing. <laughs> it's fun. It's rough. Let's it's explore. real. It's real. Let's and find it out. Uh, Maybe this is a bad story. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it ends okay. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> So he, but at least you know where you're going. We, okay. My friend rented a car after a few days of us wanting to do something at night. And this guy's like, I know where a party is. He drove, uh, we went on this windy road, and it was like an A-frame, like where they maybe store hay or something. <laughs> but it was huge, and there was a rave. There was all these kids. But it was uh, a shack. Like it was corrugated metal sure. shack. And in the parking lot, and he just drove by them. These people were fighting with weapons like uh, these kids were – one of them had a board with nails in it. And another guy was swinging, but they were really fighting. They were in a fight. <laughs> like swinging like a ball and chain? Yes, a thing, a thing with nails in it at the end of a – it was horrifying. Wait, this was part of the rave? Yeah. Like it was also a fight no, club? No, it was – there was people fighting in the parking lot aside from the rave. Okay, this and was they, not an activity. They didn't like stop the music. They're like, oh, those guys are trying to kill each other. But the guy that was driving us there kind of honked at him, and they saw who it was, and they stopped fighting. Sure. And then we realized we were with the coolest guy in town. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy can stop a yeah. nail fight. Yeah, and uh, I speak a tiny bit of Spanish. Or it was surfacing from college because we were interacting with him. But we no one really spoke English there, and, and uh, or they didn't want to to us. <laughs> and we showed up, and like the music stopped. And, and uh, then he said... Here, do you guys want to meet girls? And I was like, I really, it's not that important, but if you, yes, I'll be polite. And he brought over these older women <laughs> that were ladies of the night. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I really didn't want, I was like, I made a look on my face like, gross. And why? <laughs> I'm offended that you thought that I'd be interested. They were older ladies. And sure. I also don't. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I can see how there's a little bit of a, like, you need to do so much of an eyebrow raise if you're asking someone, do you want to meet girls? I, I mean, who who, who doesn't? Like, yeah. Who among us doesn't want to meet some nice I, girls? That's disgusting. How dare you? <laughs> girls? I slap no. <laughs> so Bring brought, me the men. He brought these uh, girls over. But yeah, I, you I, have to like – you have to say – Meet some girls. Sure, you really have to juice it. I think that's what he said. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure. And then the and then I had this look on my face, like, oh no, you have the wrong. I had like a disapproval. Mm-hmm. And then I think I hurt uh, one of the girls' feelings, so I went and bought her a drink. Sure, uh, just a beer. There was a guy selling beer, and I gave it to her. And it's a rave. There's rave music. That's yeah. the reason I'm telling the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, but no, the, I, I get it. I'm the minute I bought her a drink, some guy was jealous, and he came up and he <laughs> smashed a bottle on the ground and pushed me. And all of a really? sudden, I'm in a fight. Yes. And I, there, I just seen the guys with the maces and <laughs> the boards. This is a different man. This is a third man. This is a man who knew the the older woman. He had a sure. relationship with this older woman. <laughs> and he was swinging a hammer. She didn't know. She she was out with her friend that night, Horn, and I and I was trying to say, hey, I they don't prefer get prefer trapping. Chris. Even in Vegas, uh, you we've been to Vegas together. Sure. I'm not a guy who's ever been with a prostitute. Even the fanciest of them. <laughs> sure. Uh, even if it's a freebie, it scares yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, like someone has a coupon. So I. <laughs> Prostitute you, punch card. You guys, <laughs> you guys have to believe me that I just bought her a beer because I felt bad that no, I made sure. a horrified I, look. I, I believe you. I, and then you this guy to, yeah. wanted to kill me, wow. but our cool ass friend came up and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wow. Pedro." His name was Pedro. That's uh, it. Yeah. I didn't make that up. I know it sounds like it, but he say he bailed us out, and then we had a great time. 
And uh, after that, did yeah, you people have to, were like, nice. See the dude who wanted people, to fight you? Was he like hanging around? Yeah, and everyone was like, "Leave that guy alone. You're drunk and being weird." I sure. thought we were all gonna die. Yeah, because uh, people were staring at us. But then the the sweet part of the story is everyone was like wanting to speak English to us, and I was like interacting with all these people, and it was forcing me to come up. I don't. I can't speak Spanish at all now. Sure, but, but at the time in, I was like, "Pues que siento." Yeah, yeah. I was. There was a lot of esto. Dos sopatas es muy bonita. El gato es feo. There was an ugly cat there and a nice pair of shoes. You like pointed at everyone, laughed like, "Hey, he's right. That cat is not attractive." But I almost died. The end. Where did the prostitutes go? Did they dance? I didn't. I kind of lost track of them. I thought I'm not going to pay attention to them anymore. Oh, I think the beer was made up for my look of like, <laughs> ew, you're gross. Maybe the man got mad because you wouldn't just fuck the prostitute, prostitute style. You wanted to romance her. I swear, like it, you were trying to get mm-hmm. to know her. When he first broke the bottle, I thought that he was the angered pimp. That's like you don't like my product. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, but. So he wasn't, and I'm. He just shattered the bottle on the ground for emphasis. He wasn't breaking it to use as a weapon. No, okay. I was afraid he'd pick it. He then, have, I think he messed like, up. Actually, up the shards into his hand and then throws them in your yeah, face. He's like, "You wait till I get a dustbin." Yeah, <laughs> Hold, wait there. Yeah, and they throw it to me like a. I'm going to fashion a crude gun out of this piece <laughs> of bamboo and those glass shards. I'm going to throw, put some glass put into some this black field powder hockey. into the other end. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he. He should have just broken the bottle and stabbed me with it. He should. I mean, ideally. Better story. But, I mean, but I mean, I could see that this was a passionate moment for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he probably wasn't thinking about what the most efficient way to right, kill right. you was. He just, he very much made a point by throwing the bottle on the ground. I'm like, wow, you're really angry with me. And then I found out it was his ex-girlfriend. And uh, he was there. She didn't know. Mm. That's tough. It was all you, explained to me. Your ex becomes a prostitute. Sure. And then gets rejected in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of layers of emotion there. Oh, yeah. Know, what a roller coaster for that guy. I didn't really think of it from his perspective. I wish you would. I mean, think about like when you see that, you know, an ex on Facebook is like getting married oh. or they like mm. went on vacation together or something mm-hmm. and they're, you know. Or they like get paid for sex. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I have an ex. Which is like, it happens all the time on Facebook. Escort, yeah, on yeah. Facebook, they really. <laughs> yeah. Here's a BuzzFeed quiz. Here's a list of. Things I do for money. <laughs> All kind of dirty things. Just a lot of fun. But a lot that, of fun up- updates. But uh, that night, I didn't really enjoy the rave music. Yeah. I really don't. Uh, I'm not an electronic music guy. Yeah. I, I the, most, the most rave music I have ever encountered was uh, when I went to Burning Man, and it was nigh <laughs> constant. Uh, and I, there were times when I was on drugs, and I'm like, I Yes, I get this, but I would absolutely enjoy this more if it was Simon and Garfunkel. But isn't like, there I for would, real? Yeah, we were the, sorry, but we were at uh, we had our album release party last night. Oh yeah, I yeah. Was telling you guy about, uh, guys about yeah, this. Karen, you and Drennan Davis, uh, who was That's a very right? funny fellow. You guys uh, have a a really terrific music comedy act. Yeah. Uh, and you beautiful have an, songs, beautiful, hilarious, and beautiful funny songs. songs. Both both of these things, you guys have an album. songs that would be good if they weren't funny. Sure. That's the name of the and album. And then they're funnier <laughs> than the songs you've heard that aren't that musically good. Sure. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. Sure. Uh, well, we so we put it out yesterday. It's on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's called I Don't Care, I Like It. And uh, it's pretty good. We thought we'd have like an album release party. Like sure. everyone could just meet at a bar. So we didn't plan anything. My friends kept asking me that too. They're like, will there be decorations? I'm like, we're just meeting at a bar. That's all. <laughs> You're going to rent just... one of those used car lot windsock men. <laughs> That is painted to look like you. The album. Oh. <laughs> she, oh, that's my favorite impression. I wish you guys could have seen it. She does a great parking lot windsock. There it is oh! again. She's flopping her for arm. The, for the listener, Karen is actually doing it. And it is actually pretty evocative. She looks like spaghetti on stilts. <laughs> they really are one of my favorite things They're in the great. world. They're I laugh great. every time I see one of those Hilarious. guys. Um, so we we got there. It was totally cool. It was the Monty Bar, which is a beautiful bar in L.A. And first of all, there was zero parking because there was like four different events right Ooh. nearby. Mm-hmm. So anyone who did come had to pay like $20 for parking, oh, which is yeah, like sure. horrifying. And, and then because it's a scary neighborhood, too. You don't want to leave your car. Yeah, no, you can't there. like roll yeah. the dice in any way. Yeah. And then we get there and it's like kind of normal for 10 minutes. And then the the DJ starts and he is playing. 
what I described earlier as it would be if it were a sketch about how terrible industrial house techno music is. I don't, there, is that the combination? I'm sure. Not sure, industrial house techno. Industrial sure. house techno. That yeah. that, that musical genre. <laughs> yeah, trash. Uh, <laughs> trash sounds. Uh, that genre has has the craziest classifications. Like, oh, this right. is this is techno. This is industrial, and this and yes, it's all beeps and boops. Anyways. And it's, but it's said grandpa dubstep <laughs> what's that anyway but i don't understand like you were saying that i don't know what drug you could take that would make you like that music like yeah. or what happened to you before that this is what you got to where you're like this is the stuff for me but at this bar the theme of this bar and the look and feel, it's very decorated and mm-hmm. it's very like put together. And the first time I was there, they were playing Emmylou Harris. And I was like, this is perfect. And sure. that's what I assumed would be happening. Yeah, it looks it, like a refurbished barn where they used to park like uh, antique train cars. I think they yes. used to park cars in there. Yeah, they used to So fix- it's this arched ceiling that's like polished wood. It's beautiful. It's and, so beautiful. And if I went in there, I'd be like, oh, I want to hear old-timey country music. And totally. I don't even like that. It's That's what you want to hear there. And instead, it was like the soundtrack to the new Mad Max, like the first <laughs> 10 minutes where you're having a panic attack. Sure. It was like that. <laughs> and then we're all standing around t- staring at each other. People are like... So do you hang out here all the time? Right. <laughs> it's just like it was the flo- the biggest flop That's of a party. So funny. But of course it was a bunch of comics so everyone hung out anyway and sure, yeah. just screamed and made jokes about it, but it was like <laughs> it was that kind of thing where I'm just looking at my friends like I like I felt like I was going deaf. It was it was really high. There was no bass to it. It was all really trebly. Uh-huh. And then like it sounded like someone s- smashing a car together with a bead underneath it. <laughs> wow. But no bass, no bottom, so it was just all hot. It was oh, just weird. It was a nightmare. Were there so were there terrible. people there digging it? Were there like people there for Yes. the the noise of a car accident? Yes, there <laughs> were um there were People who had outfits that looked like if a rockabilly, a group of rockabilly people survived a nuclear holocaust. Okay. So that, I, so I at, don't know what that group's So they're called. at, they're seeing Brian Setzer. There's a Brian Setzer if he started eating babies because okay. there was no more normal human food left. Sure. Because there were. The, he, he becomes a, you know. Half man. So half they're wearing machine. like yeah. black cowboy shirts. And yes. okay, that was kind of like late ministry and even uh, Depeche Mode dressed totally. as black, dark cowboys. Yes. And maybe that look is coming back I think, a little bit. I mean, I like that. I like the look of it. Yeah. I can't imagine. At one point, I just started screaming, This is horrible at the top of my lungs <laughs> because someone, I was so angry. Someone just came up and danced to you screaming. <laughs> Whoa, oh, she's great. <laughs> she gets it. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, What's it was, your DJ name? <laughs> I kept waiting for a Karen. lull. <laughs> I'm Karen. Oh, cool. Like the music would just dip a little bit and I'd be like, stop doing this to us. <laughs> as much as I could, but it didn't help. Oh, that's great. Did what, did the, what did the man spinning look like? Did he have the apocalypse rockabilly? Did no, he have animal he... contacts in? Mm. <laughs> I like that. Tiger eyes. He had, he had Kermit the Frog eyes. <laughs> um, no. No, they just look like two dudes. And apparently someone walked up. I so think two was, dudes, this was a Daft Punk situation. It this was, was like, a... But they weren't doing anything. It was like, it wasn't... It. I don't know if they made this music and mm-hmm. thought it was good. I don't know. I don't understand, like, a, the DJ what world anyway. Sure. And I'm not interested. And I will never know. After this experience, I will block out any potential. But it was just like... It, it was as if some of the sounds sounded like video games mm-hmm. and some of the sounds sounded like if metal was angry. Sure. <laughs> like I can't I can't explain it. It was just like it was just upsetting music. It was like if a 15 year old was mad at his dad and it turned into music, <laughs> this is what the music would be. That's Only great. everyone was old and it was just it was crazy. And the place was packed like you couldn't talk. Yeah. No one was dancing. It was not a dancing situation. They were just Standing. enjoying it. Yeah. They were just taking it all in. It was That's mad. Crazy. Being challenged by the sound. And yeah. I always think that it, yeah, I'm like most people I, that wouldn't be into this or DJing in general. But then I I cannot explain this phenomenon around L.A. now where it's just billboards. And it doesn't explain it. It just says MGM Grand or some casino in Vegas. Sure. A pic, there's Dozens of them in yeah. town. You've uh, 
and then it just says Calvin Smith. Like they don't even. It doesn't say <laughs> yeah. DJ Scribble or anything anymore. <laughs> right. It yeah. just, just says yeah. Calvin Smith, and it's a guy. Bob Sampson. Yeah, a guy <laughs> with a and yeah, yeah. He's got like a goatee and a Hitler haircut, and and a oh, he's gonna be at Omnia. Great. Yeah, Omnia. Yes, Bob these, Sampson at Omnia. Omnia. Yeah. This, I. It's it's really blowing me away. So I'm like, I maybe I can't make fun of DJs anymore because it's as popular as the. More popular than the Peanuts movie, as far as billboards <laughs> but are I would, concerned. Who are the people that walk by that billboard and they're like, you know what? Let's make a reservation. Let's get, We've oh, got let's get, to hear do you, Bob. I don't do you think know. we could still get in to see Bob. Do you yeah. think we could see Bob? Yeah. Not us. It's so many casinos deciding to do that, though. It's not magicians and I have other things the, I used to make fun of. I have, yeah, I know. I have heard that the DJs themselves pay for those billboards oh. to to up their their status, their sure. cred. I think it's kind of well. Like then when... there's something going on in the in the billboard purchasing world with DJs that is a lot like graffiti or tagging a wall, like because they're all yeah. trying to one up each other. There's yeah, this I mean, if, if Calvin you're... dude that has blown <laughs> most of his uh, bottle service money. However, DJs make money. Sure, I thought they just. Got... It's, I think it's I bottle think it's service tips. based. Yeah, <laughs> tips. Yeah, they have yeah. a little jar. And what? And if someone comes in and puts it all, they go, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Do you want to hear Are you Adele? Fun? Yeah. Can I hear wah, 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 wah? <laughs> yeah, I'll play that next. Yep, that'll be next. <laughs> yeah, well. But, but... but I think those whole things, it's just to do drugs. It's like you're sure. saying, like Burning Man. I think people are now planning entire events yeah. around this idea of like, I got Coke or I got ecstasy or i got whatever right and like we'll drink and we'll go, just go com- get so out of our minds and yeah. like stand in a room where we can't hear we don't have to talk yeah and i think it probably it is probably you know something if you are a heavy drug user if you do do a lot of intense drugs like it is just you know maybe you have an internal numbness yeah and you just need stimulus you know you need it you know nothing doesn't doesn't do it anymore to sit around and listen to Emmy Lou Harris right. after you've smoked a J. You've got to I've always yeah, I've always heard that there's something even scientific about like the with dubstep, the the building and dropping like it goes it mimics and then comes some back. Sort of. Apparently that does trigger something if someone's on Molly or whatever. That's what I've heard. And then so when I was at Coachella, I did have something called a moon rock. You guys, I'm not a junkie. <laughs> I, Chris, I have also, I have and, also uh, had a moon rock. I, I, I thought it was great. It it's, was. It was. Yeah, it was just I was in a good mood, for God's sake. That's yeah. really it. I wasn't rubbing people. I didn't. I wanted to mind my own business. But when <laughs> I that I was on a moon rock when I saw this uh, this guy who started dubstep. Sure. Uh, what's Skrillex? Skrillex. Jerry Dubstep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's famous for a hair, haircut that's kind of it's kind of a Cameron Esposito type side, but both side. I don't know. It was no. It was an asymmetrical, right? Yeah, it's the one the side. Skrillex haircut. He I knew him. Yeah. I knew him for his People haircut. People can Google this haircut if they have not seen the haircut. I knew him. They've I had, seen, the, they've haircut. seen the haircut. But I had never heard the music, and I fully enjoyed it. Huh. I was oh, like, oh, and okay. I saw the talent of what he is doing. It was. I'm when I make fun of DJs, I'm making fun of someone that plays pushes play at a wedding sure. or whatever. If, if someone's building music. And uh, with noises they've somehow manufactured. <laughs> and the funny like thing Bobby is... Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, if it's original music and you're playing, it's cool. But I still will make fun of is after you've built that, they're not reconstructing it while performing at a thing. They're they're mimicking with... No- I know that a lot of DJs, <laughs> they're like oh, look, playing with the knobs, putting their hand on their thing. But really, they're playing the music that they spend time on that sounds great. Sure. Uh, but they're not making it right there with you know oh this record these this meepzorp this <laughs> like they're not doing it right this there meepzorp would sound good here so no matter what you're listening to them play pre-made music and no matter what you have to have a moon rock to make it <laughs> sure good <laughs> so that kind rock. of minus that's about yeah. a minus 50 for me yeah i mean i, I pretty could have been listening to the sounds of different Grandpa's farting in a can because I was on an emotional magic carpet. Ooh, that one was low. Uh, anyways, on the on that on that image, I think we hopefully we have been making you the listener feel like you were also on a farting magic carpet. We'll give you a chance to come down. We'll, uh, we'll be right back on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> I listen to 
grateful vibe because it gives me all the information on things that I know I want to know about, but it also gives me inside information on things that I didn't even know I wanted to know about, such as music, arts, movies, people I should be connected with, people that I end up connecting with thanks to Bullseye. Bullseye is your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Collier, superstar. Chris Fairbanks, young problem solver. <laughs> Great to be here with the superstar and the young problem solver. Uh, we uh, we uh, just real quick, so people don't people don't tear me apart. I was really quick. Wanted to I teased this story about uh, my uh, trying to scare my cat with a cucumber. I'll go through it real quick because I I don't want people to be uh, upset that I didn't tell it. Uh, have you guys seen these viral videos where people will? find they will take their cats when the cats are doing something when they're busy mm-hmm. the cats are eating or <laughs> looking a, a certain direction and they will put, south say, yeah, south, yeah just gazing uh-huh. south like sure. cats like to do yeah and they will put a cucumber on the ground behind the cat mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then the cats whenever they notice the cucumber and it's really it's really terrific because you don't know when in the video the cat will notice the cucumber so there's a kind of fun suspense and it always has to be a cucumber I, I, this is how they do it. I don't know. Okay. There is does seem to be something with cats and cucumbers. And when the cat notices the cucumber, they will either v- vertically leap up into the <laughs> air and run away, or they will start attacking the cucumber, depending on you know which response in the cat that it triggers the fight yeah. or the flight. <laughs> and it is so funny, and it usually happens in multi-cat households. So when the cat <laughs> leaps up in the air and runs, he will hit several other cats who are also around. Uh, and it's great. And uh, I tried... Listen, I don't I don't participate in a lot of internet memes. Or... Sure. That's not your style. No, not my no. style. I mean, you know, uh, I, I want to be known for something more substantive than doing the same I also challenge. know you to sure. be a person that doesn't fuck with your cat all the time. Yeah, no. Or ever eat a cucumber. So. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are two it's, things that I do it's not been do. Built. It's been built. You just won't but, do it. <laughs> but I have uh, – I really was just enjoying these videos and just wasn't doing shit today. So I had – I did have some cucumbers in the house. So I waited till the cat was looking out the window and I put it behind her. Fucking nothing. Looked at the cucumber, kind of, and then laid down on top of it. <laughs> it uh, maybe my problem was it was a it was a Persian cucumber, which are slightly mm. smaller than a regular cucumber. So I don't know if it just wasn't big enough. If you have any cat cucumber life hacks, yeah. get at me because I really want this to happen. There was an article that we saw at work the other day. And it was all about how uh, scaring your cat with a cucumber is cruelty to animals. Oh. It was like the meme came out. Right. And it was like literally 48 hours later, there was an article in like whatever it was, Slate or one of those lunatic blogs A salon or a... Yeah. Where it was like, this is cruelty to animals. It's like, it's a cat Also, spooning is sexist. Yes. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. That is... Spooning is sexist. Yeah. Wow. And Movember... No matter which... Side you're on, <laughs> left only. I think yeah. it's you. <laughs> oh right, yeah. And or the other middle, one. or inside, or outside spoon. Which one is, makes you a bad person? It's hard. I won't read the article, so yeah. I can never answer the question. And they also said that Mo- I won't read anything if it's written by a woman. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's. Okay. <laughs> now was- I have to write one. <laughs> oh, we all have to write Jesus. one now because we can't. <laughs> I wish my- stay silent on an issue. We all have to sound off. We can't not give a shit about dumb stuff Did anymore. Something happened. You need to weigh in. <laughs> you guys are good friends because you both got fake man yelled because my joke didn't work. You helped it. We'll cover for you anytime. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I do like women. Uh, so, so wait. Oh, writing. so you have seen a think piece. On the fact that maybe this is cruel, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm feeling okay that it didn't work. Yeah. You, you should feel uh, 
You should feel however the internet tells you to feel. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's dumb. That means any cat toy, like, that's cruel because you're getting his hopes up. <laughs> it's, it's just really just a feather and a bell at it's the end of a string. Complete bullshit. Because yeah. also, the funniest thing is, I've seen those videos. And what's funny is that it's not somebody rolling a cucumber at a cat or shoving it in its face yeah. or anything. They just put it down on the ground mm-hmm. and it's the cat's natural reaction right. to the shape and size. Right. That's all. I did yeah. see one that. That kind of led to this being, you know, pointed to the fact that this is something ingrained in them in that uh, this was not someone putting it down behind the cat. That's usually the way that it happens. Mm-hmm. But this was a cat approaching a pile of groceries <laughs> that included a cucumber. And the cat was just – was not swatting at the other groceries but was just swatting the cucumber. Interesting. So, I wonder I – don't, I don't know. They're <laughs> magical little fluffums. That's funny that – oh. <laughs> Is he, do you still have the same cat, a yellowish cat? Uh, she's like gray and white. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, uh, yeah Best friends. A, I would good, never have a yellowish cat. It's a good cat. Good yeah. cat. You have a nice cat. Yeah. Anyway. We like cats. Sure. Karen. Well. Want to join in? Let me know. Nope, do you no, have a... Do you have, <laughs> Dogs only. If you have a life hack <laughs> on how to get the cat scared by a cucumber, let me know. If you think it's cruel, let me know. <laughs> and next if, week... I, w- I think I don't. I don't have one, but I think... For most of these situations, uh, drawing eyes on it probably helps. Yeah. 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 Like mad eyes with a V yeah. for, uh, for an eyebrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. An upset cucumber. <laughs> oh, get and, away from my water dish. And then uh, right, right when they turn and look at it, smash some symbols together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let a dog in the house. <laughs> and when the whole prank is over, slice that cucumber up, put it in the cat's water. Oh, and yeah. let it have a little spa water. It makes... <laughs> Cat spa water. To make up for the intense sure. cruelty. Isn't this refreshing? Aren't you refreshed little... after your intense panic? I right. laugh at the idea of things smaller, like <laughs> a shank for a bird. It's yeah. funny. Uh, or spa water for cat. I just thought of like a tiny, yep. tiny cucumbers. Yeah. I just, uh, Calf can yeah. sip it and have I, a schmitz. At night, I just giggle myself to sleep thinking of uh, dollhouse furniture. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Professional comedian Chris Ferris. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it little. Uh, not to not to derail the tiny item train. Uh, we we do have a few calls from listeners. Just getting Ooh. chugging. Uh, Sunny D has them for us. Uh, Sunny D, can we hear the first call? Hey, I'm in traffic right now, and an ambulance just blew past me with, you know, the full siren going and the lights and all that stuff. And, you know, of course, everyone moves to the side. And after it passes us, we all notice that it's towing a motorboat behind it. I don't know what that means, but it was interesting. I've never seen that before. It was a, it was a momentous occasion. Goodbye. Wow. It sounds to me like there was a body to be got, mm-hmm. and it happened to be out in the water. So the oh, ambulance so they guys, were, they were taking rather their... than call the coast guard to get this floater. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they were They're like rushing to the scene using their. I got a uncle speedboat. <laughs> yeah, you know how I like wakeboarding. Sure. Let's get my Evan rude. Mm-hmm. Let's rush to the dead body. Yeah, <laughs> and then they they just strapped him at the end of it, and he he, he skied perfectly like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> well, I mean, or maybe like Weekend at Bernie's too. They placed a voodoo curse on it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, where he moved on his own accord? Yeah, he did a little dance to uh, calypso music. Uh, if I remember Weekend at Bernie's too correctly. Oh, uh, that's my new dollhouse furniture. <laughs> I have to say, I was really taken by how insanely chill that caller was. Yeah. yeah. He was just... We've got some pretty chill listeners. I, was, like, I almost couldn't concentrate on what he was talking about, because yeah. I was just like, this guy doesn't give a shit. Here's Karen falling in love with audio again. Hey. Sure. Is this guy going to... Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm yeah. going to underhand you a Coors Light now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he looked right at me. <laughs> 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 Just wanted to say hello to all our chill listeners out there. From, yeah. uh, Keep it chill. Yeah. Don't call in excited superstars. or nervous at all. <laughs> he did sound cool. Uh, Brian, we got another call in there? Hi. Uh, my name is Kai, and I'm from New Mexico. I am transgender, female to male. And my momentous occasion is that... Although my surgery was a couple of weeks ago, I had male chest reconstruction. Today, I got the grafts unveiled, my nipple grafts unveiled, and confirmation that they're healing nicely. And I also found out that because of my case, 
Medicaid in New Mexico is now covering transition for all patients uh, on Molina without requiring a note from a psychiatrist or therapist. Wow. Anybody can get the care without the gatekeeping because me and a lot of other people went to bed. So that is my momentous occasion. Uh, have a good one. Hey, uh, round of applause for yeah, Kai. That's pretty really good. Yeah, and, that's, uh, and doing it on the cheap, too. That's, uh, that's nice that the, it's going to be a value. Yeah, yeah, why? I mean, nothing against New Mexico, but I just, I guess their proximity to uh, Arizona, I'm surprised that they're that progressive. That's really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. And uh, congratulations on uh, well-healing nipples. And I want to know. Yeah, if I'm they... so glad. I thought that was going to go a different way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, please, no, please, no. Please, no. My body rejected the nipples, and then I ordered a pizza. And <laughs> I got guess a dead what? man's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> They're haunted. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's really amazing. That's and amazing, I, I definitely, yeah. you know, there's a there's there's a lot of things that are amazing about this call. But I mean, also, I think, I mean, not not chiefest among them, but noteworthy is I think we all know what it's like to have nipple discomfort. <laughs> and it's just really nice to know that that Kai had such a, such an amazing procedure and probably went through a lot to have this done and to come out of it on the other side with such a positive attitude and with such uh such clean comfortable nipples yeah i think God. that's kind of amazing yeah I, I did not know that they grafted per uh i thought it was a tattoo situation usually yeah like a texture i thought it was a textured tattoo thing. I didn't know that. That sounds so like it could backfire or something. Some thin skin, but I guess that's what they do. They, my my friend's dad's leg had ulcers on it, and he always wore like this really tight neoprene sock. And then one day he got it fixed, and we figured out that it it was patched up with baby foreskins. Oh my! Oh. So they were little discs of patches that his skin that. Because it's young skin. This is all. This is I very. Think... This is the reason. <laughs> I mean, this is the baby parts that. Uh, yeah, this is why they're closing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, this sure. was. I mean, this was late eighty. This was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing it. For yeah, a long yeah, time. yeah. But like, it's. But now yeah. his skin. It turned into a skin. It's yeah. really amazing. So. Well, I think we can all agree it's an amazing you... time we're living in, and apparently New Mexico, pretty amazing state. So how about how about a round of applause Yay. for New Mexico? Uh, I've never been. I would like to come sometime and try your how, how about another round for the Southwestern-themed art? Yeah! Go to hell. Turquoise, anything. You don't like a... <laughs> it makes me immediately think I'm in a waiting room. You don't like a nice Indian in the sky? No, they can go to hell. <laughs> I, I actually want to say I really like the fact that we are living in this time. We've progressed so quickly in the last couple of years that people get to talk about stuff like this, and it is becoming the norm. Whereas it used to be like, oh, it'd be one story on Barbara Walters and oh my god a person is going from being a man to a woman yeah. and we are everyone is learning everyone else Pretty is quickly. learning that this is so much more common if people have the freedom to be who they actually want to be inside mm-hmm. this this is actually a very common thing that people were born like a woman in a man's body or a man in a woman's body that happens a lot yeah. and now we get to be in a culture where that now people get to do what they want to do with themselves I think that's yeah. really and, and, awesome. and definitely nothing against the man who saw the ambulance towing the speedboat that was an amazing story that was yeah, amazing. it's also it's it's very flattering that when someone has something uh that Momentous happened yeah. to them. They uh, they call our show and share oh, it with yeah. everybody. That's I don't. Cool. I forgot that it is momentous occasion. Sure. Sorry, I, I've been on the show a bunch of times. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's that have to do with speedboats behind? <laughs> oh, all the calls I are thought, not related. Are they medical? They no, no, no. Be, they're, yeah, they're just. Wait, mo- I thought momentous. they were supposed to be friends. I that thought is, all the calls were friends. No, they can be separate. Based. They're that, linked okay. by being momentous. Okay. So, so no, again, nothing against the speedboat. He but. was. He was. Well, I'm sorry. Was he transitioned? For, yeah, woman to man. Yeah, he. Thought he was going to pay for this, right? Mm -hmm. And found out it was like a nice surprise that it was covered. Yeah, Yeah. that's nuts. That's probably the the difference between like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, if money was saved, man, God bless. He's going to have a party. So I think we can we can wrap it up by saying, way to go, round of applause, way to go, more round of applause, way to go, Pueblo Pueblo style homes, everybody, (laughs) Pueblo style homes. Maybe take a look at the uh, maybe take a look at the Sky Indian art and rethink that. Okay, you're looking right at me, so uh, I get the message. No, no, no. I, I just, I mean, this is a general point. I think don't look at me. I just bought a sweater with a wolf and a dreamcatcher on it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
Okay, we're all going to rethink our lives <laughs> and come back on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jessica, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff, dream catcher. Chris Fairbanks, man of many shoes. Uh, guys, thanks so much for being here. Uh, tough to be down a host, but it's uh, it's no big thing when you have uh, two hilarious pals come in and assist. So I really appreciate you guys being here, joking around. Absolutely, very fun. Uh, uh, let's take a minute to talk about things. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about stuff, right? but now I want to move on to talk about things. We've been talking about p- people and places. Sure. Now it's time to tackle things. We want to do all the nouns. Welcome to Noun Chat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, next week, verbs. Uh, Karen, we mentioned you have, a, uh, you have an album out. Uh, I think we're going to conclude the show by playing a track from the album. Uh, okay. Do you know which one it's going to be off the top of your head? Well, it could be... Uh, I guess it could be Godzilla. I love that song. I love the uh, tattoo song. Yeah, Chris, you pick it. That's um, better. Than I'm, I love I'm not ta- I mean, maybe you get tired of playing certain ones or hearing, or, but I think what I've seen, even of a crowd, is the poopiest crowd ever. They Everyone loves the dumb tattoos. So okay. I, okay. That's, that's what one. I'm I have choosing. also seen this song performed live, and it is a goddamn hoot. I think as Chris <laughs> mentioned... Uh, not only is it a funny song that you laugh at, but it is also a yeah, good song. It's a good song. Uh, in yeah. the grand tradition of Tenacious D and no one else, uh, <laughs> you guys <laughs> the ultimate can, write, can write a song that is both a good song and also very funny. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to hear that song, uh, album you mentioned available on iTunes. Is there is that the best way to get a copy? I think so. There, It will be a, available on vinyl in 2016. Apparently there's a vinyl shortage or oh. like a backup. Everyone wants vinyl. <laughs> sure. I shouldn't say vinyl shortage. That makes it sound like it's like... We, oil or something. we need yeah, more plastic. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, vinyl is so popular these days that the order takes ah. months as ah. opposed to it used to take a month or something. So, our vinyl of this will be available like maybe February of 2016. Okay. But right now, you get can get the digital copy now. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Vinyl heads can. Get another copy yeah. later for your turntable. It's crazy. The record industry must be like, fuck, we're back. Uh, what next? CB radios? Yeah. Like, the, no <laughs> one was using records except got garage band fans totally. like, when I was in college. And now everyone's like, oh, let's make a record. It's cool. Because the and sound then, is better. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. That po- The pops and shit. You gotta have the pops. Scratches yeah. and pops. You gotta pops. have the pops. Uh, Chris Fairbanks. You are a touring stand-up comedian. Are there, uh, or can people see you I am, uh, around yeah, at any time? Uh, if you're in Minneapolis, I'm going to be there the, like the fifteenth to twentieth, I think, or f- yeah, fifteenth to nineteenth um, at a the place called the Joke Joint. After that, I'm in North Carolina in Wilmington at a place called the Dead Crow. Uh, that's for New Year's, and I have a I'm hosting a show on True TV called Almost Genius. With April Richardson, that starts airing December 29th, even though we haven't finished the first episode, <laughs> and that makes my back sweat. But <laughs> You'll get it done. You'll, yeah. you're, you'll uh, do you're it. Someone gonna, will get it done. You're going to pull out some so. TV magic. Yep. It's going to happen. Uh, basically, uh, there are fewer, funnier people in the world than Chris Fairbanks and April Richardson, so I can't, I can't imagine that this show won't be, uh, won't be fucking fantastic. Thanks. Thanks. We had, uh, we, we're being pretty silly on this. <laughs> yeah, I bet you guys are goofing around. And I like goofing around. If I know this. the two of you, I would, yeah. I would think that you are, uh, you're goofing around pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. It's not like, you know, arrested. It's not written, you know, we're not, it's not, we're, and we're being pretty it's silly. It's fun. It's spontaneous. And I enjoy I enjoy doing it. It's really fun. I uh, think it'll be good. I've got a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, if you are listening to this uh, the day it comes out, I'm going to be at uh, UCB on Tuesday night doing our friend uh, friends Cameron and Rhea's show, Put Your Hands Together. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so if you're, gonna, if, you're, if you're in the L.A. area, come out to that. Uh, yeah, and maybe we'll uh, – yeah, give, a, give, me, give me a little shout on Twitter. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll do a little drink if people come to that show if there's enough interest. And uh, I, I just want to take a hot second to stump for my day job uh, writing for At Midnight. We had two really fucking amazing episodes last week that uh, that I, I really think people should watch if you're an occasional viewer or a non-viewer or you just kind of see the hashtags and the memes and you've been thinking about checking it out. Uh, last week we did a show with um, 
uh, Michael Shannon, uh, Kelly Oxford, and Seth Rogen. Uh, yes, that's right, Michael Shannon, the guy from uh, the guy from Boardwalk Empire, right. who is the crazy religious, He's scary, yeah, General Zod and Superman, the weirdest, the Iceman booking, the Iceman, yeah, absolutely, so scary, uh, and he is fucking hilarious. Uh, is he? Uh, uh, the other great. two were also very, very funny, uh, as you probably know, but uh, just huge surprise that Michael Shannon was so great. That, awesome episode. Oh, I love that. Uh... Who was the guy that's on like NCI or that was on our old Daily Habit show that was really funny and wrote his own jokes and he's on like some crime? Oh, show. The, are you just maybe the guy who plays? I forget his name. The guy who plays Colson on Agents of Shield. Yeah, I get. He was really funny. I yeah. don't know. I just like it when someone. Yeah, always, you know. a, always a great, uh, always a great treat to see those those and, uh, character actors kind of come out of their shell and, and goof around. And uh, the show directly after that uh, had our pal Emmy Blotnick on uh, for her first time. And uh, as you know, if you have listened to her on the show, she's one of the funniest people in the world uh, and uh, is great on the show. So there's uh, two fun episodes of cool. Emmy that you can watch if you uh, if you go on to the Hulu or the Comedy Central or uh, you know your your cable providers on demand portal <laughs> or wherever you watch TV that has aired a couple days earlier. Uh, so yeah, lots of stuff to check out. Uh, Jesse will be back next week. Uh, we'll do a show. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Sonny D for uh, riding the boards this week Yay. as he usually does. Uh, yep, that's it. Bye. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.